Hi, this is your host, David Hernandez, with Zach. Hello. Say hello, Zach. Hello. Sam. Hello. And Lori. Hello. Uh, for HF Atlanta Week Footy Weekly Podcast. And I believe, Zach, you finally got Wi-Fi. Yeah, I mean, I, it's only one bar, and I have to stand on top of a trash can, but it's here. Thank right. And I understand you're taking English classes, Lori? <laughs> um, can you please translate, Sam? <clears throat> I believe that she said, why, yes, I am taking English classes, David. Thank you for asking. Um, I hope you all had a good week and watched a lot of soccer. Okay, so we're going to do a quick recap on this week's big games. First, we're going to start off with the most shocking game that nobody I don't think anyone predicted the scoreline for this game. Um, is FC Dallas versus Colorado. Um, it ended up being 4-0. Uh, Colorado just wiped the floor with FC Dallas, which is pretty surprising because I, I said FC Dallas were going to be a pretty good team this year. And after their loss in Portland... And after this one, I think I I picked the wrong team. It's not any magic, dude. It's all the mustache. That mustache is just it's all in the mustache. That's all you I mean, need. You... Be a winner. What do you mean? All you need is a mustache. <laughs> because the must like, have you not seen Mastroini's mustache? Is it amazing? Should it I is the know. best thing you'll ever see. It's 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 like why people watch MLS. No, I'm kidding. Um, but <laughs> well, you know what? When I Google Master Any, it comes up mustache, so it must be amazing. It is the best thing ever. Um, oh my god! <laughs> we're gonna let Lori get bewildered with Ma- Lori just uh, got pregnant on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> so wow, it's impressive. <laughs> so um, during this Rapids victory, they snapped six six hundred minutes without a goal, which is pretty big goal drought. And I believe they snapped a eighteen game winless streak and oh avoided God. claiming the record for themselves alone. Um, and then Dylan Cerna scored. I mean, uh, no, it was uh, Dylan Dylan Powers scored. No, I'm trying to remember if it was Dylan Powers. I believe it was Dylan Cerna um, who, like, just shot this left-footed laser from, like, I I believe it was 35 yards out. And it was just, it was a rocket. I mean, that for me is the goal goal of the week. But let's go on to Zach and Columbus. Uh, for for the crew, on Wednesday we had a game against Vancouver. 
Uh, Vancouver has been doing pretty hot lately, and we're missing a few people. Will Trap, uh, Waylon Francis, uh, Pogates was being rested, Grano was being rested, and we settled for a two-two draw there. And on Saturday, the 11th, we got a nil-nil draw with New England in New England. I felt like uh, that was fair considering New England is ruthless. And I heard Jermaine Jones was just smashing everybody over. And we we played without um, Waylon Francis again and without Will Trapp because he's being held out with concussion-like symptoms. So hopefully he gets well and we can see him back next weekend. So with um, Will Trap, uh, I thought I thought he was cleared for. I think it, I think it was like three doctors cleared him for Saturday's game. Um, do you think he's going to be out for a couple more weeks? Out for a couple more weeks. Uh, he was cleared by three separate doctors, and one of the I think it was a reporter for the Dispatch uh, went out saying that it was. Uh, the last game we played, I think New York or something like that, uh, saying that he looked kind of <laughs> out of it and that it wasn't right that we kept him out there and or played him. And uh, Anthony Frequor, our owner, got on him and told him the facts. He's like, we had him cleared by three separate doctors. After that, it's clearly the it's the player that has to come forth and say, hey, I I'm not feeling it. I mean, that that's always going to be the the gray spot in the sport uh with injuries is what does the player know that he's not telling? And so I I think he'll get back. We have a we have a really good team, medical staff, really good doctors. Nothing new. Yeah. Um, do you think without Will, Will Trapp and Francis, do you think that you're going to be able to keep um, Kaká in check next week? Yeah. Uh, Berhalter was quoted by saying, you can't stop uh, great players. You can only uh, prevent their the damage that they're going to do. So I think we're going to play more of a contained game with him. I we're the more complete team compared to Orlando. I mean, yeah. expansion teams are just like a a pickup game. Yeah, um, because Orlando right now is having trouble scoring right now. Just finishing. I mean, they, they've been creating chances left and right, but it's just they don't have anyone um, there to, to back, uh, put them in the back of the net. Yeah. All right, and with you, Sam, uh, you're going to tell us about the Portland game. Uh, Portland lost to the Galaxy. And I'm no, no, no. I'm I, I'm sorry. That was that was a, that was a week ago. <laughs> I'm sorry. I gave you the wrong game. Um, <laughs> Houston versus Montreal. 
Okay. Um, <laughs> Houston made Montreal look stupid repeatedly. And I've actually been rewatching the highlights. This second goal is just pretty. Um, the first goal was was uh, thanks to he didn't score, but he got the he should have gotten the assist. Brad Davis with that uh, great service. Um, yeah, it's a, it was a good it was a good game. It was great service. Houston, unfortunately, Houston needs to work on their. Uh, what do you mean, unfortunately? I'm not a Brad Davis fan. Oh. I am because he follows me on Twitter. Um, Ooh, nice. Brad Davis? Yeah. He follows <laughs> me too. <laughs> yeah, he's a, he seems like he's a cool guy. I think I think um, uh, we have Brad Davis. I think Brad Davis is a fan of our podcast. <laughs> he might be. Um, Houston needs to work on their attendance. They had a lot of empty orange seats that were pretty obvious um, because when you when they score, they pan into the crowd. Um, but you know, hopefully they'll this will this will be a good this one will be a good galvanizer for them. Um, congratulations to Houston for winning their second game of the season and their first since the season opener. So, yay! So, um, Tyler Derrick didn't botch anything? Uh, let's see. No. He actually had a great save towards the beginning of the game. I remember, uh, yeah, he, he had a pretty good save towards the beginning of the game. Um, but his defenders helped clear. Um, but yeah. Yeah, they said Boswell was, like, him. all over. But um, I'm looking at the stats, and it actually looks like Montreal should have won this game. Yeah. um, What I'm thinking happened is, you know, Montreal did play, I I believe it was um, uh, uh, I'm not even going to try and pronounce it. Um, Oh, wait. Give me, give me a second. Aqualense, um, during the week uh, for the CONCACAF Champions League, which um, I believe they lost. Uh, but do you think it could have been burnout from, from that game? Um, Sure. Yeah, sure. It's It's obvious that they're the better team, like when it comes to, like, who they have. Because they controlled, you know, they had more shots, they had um, more possession, um, better at crosses. Um, so, yes, probably. they Did they, I'll be honest, I don't really keep up with, with Montreal or the Dynamo, but did the Montreal start their usual... Um, like, is that the starting 11 you'll get, you're going to see um, against, you know, like a big heavy team like L.A. or Seattle or something? I mean, to me, I mean, they had uh, Sumare, they had Simon, uh, they had uh, Alexander, they had Bernier. I mean, they had everyone starting. 
Okay. Yeah. Then, yeah, I'm going to go with a little bit of burnout then, too. Maybe they weren't playing as hard as they could because I'm reading the comments under the recap, and it looks like people are more interested in them doing better in the Champions League than they are in league play. And these are fans of neither team who are commenting on that. So. Well, I mean, I could see where they they kind of you know took the took the fall for this game because they they were in the semifinal and they're going to be facing uh, Club America um, to the final, which is going to be a great game. Um, I just, I mean. Personally, I think Montreal have been off to a great, great start this season. I mean, they, they've been showing, you know, that they they have, you know, that that them being in the final of the Concacaf Champions League is no fluke. Um, and I just, I just think it was this was a burnout game. Um, mm-hmm. Houston hasn't been doing too great, and it, I, I think Houston just took advantage of, of, uh, of the burnout. Yeah, it was, it looked like it was a throwaway game. So, all right. Now, um, Lori, can you tell us about DC versus New York? Is that rivalry still still on fire? Yep. Or has Alive. it shifted more in? Or has it shifted more into uh, New York, New York City FC? No, it'll always be DC. Really? He's our our original rival. Yeah, absolutely. DC and, and New York is the best. Those are the best games. If you ever want to go to a Red Bulls game, go to one of them. They just play their hardest. It's always a good game. This game was their second one of the season, second meeting. We started out kind of slow, you know. DC got two goals in on us. Looked like we were going to lose. Then we got lucky with a goal by Damien Perrineau. Is that how you pronounce his name? Um, try again. Perrineau? I think I think that's how you pronounce it. Yeah, I think so. That brought us up one, and then Lloyd Sam came in in the end and saved us. That is the point. But yes, DC will always be a rivalry. I mean, NYCFC is going to be interesting, but I think it'll always be DC. Yeah, for sure. Um, can you tell us about in like Perry Kitchen? He's good. His second goal, I really loved it, and I hate that I'm saying that because he's on DC, but it was nice. Did you guys get to see it? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't get to watch the game, but or or the highlights for the Red Bulls DC United game. That second goal, that was like that's the one to watch. Over. Yeah. Other than I mean, that, I, mean I, I think uh, Jurgen Klinsmann must have been watching this game. Um, yeah. Because Perry Kitchen got 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 the calls uh, up. Got called mm-hmm. up for the brace. I'm telling you, it was that second goal. It was, it was, it was good. 
it hurts me to say it, but it was a really beautiful goal. My favorite part of the game, Zach McCarty clearing that free kick. Yeah, that was great. That was awesome. All right, we are going to move on to um, to next week's outlook. I mean, what to you like? Each of y'all, give me what game you're looking forward to this upcoming week. Who's gonna go first, guys? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'm not. I'm not gonna bite, guys. Uh, I always look forward to the Red Bulls game. I mean, my team. Um, I I can't I can't make up my mind over. I mean, there's there's three three games, but two stand out: L. A. versus Kansas City, and uh, Orlando versus Columbus. Those were mine. Those are yours, too? Um, yeah, I'm actually going to say one more. I'm going to say Dallas and Toronto. I think uh, I think Toronto takes advantage of what happened um, to Dallas against the Rapids, and I think Toronto beats them. Mm-hmm. Um, what about you, Zach? Uh, of course, Columbus, Orlando, and Friday game, the Red Bulls versus San Jose. Two quick teams. Woo! <laughs> oh, that, that San Jose Red Bulls game is going to be hot. Yeah. Um, um, do you guys think that we might be seeing more of Tommy Thompson since Wondolowski's going to be coming back from the U.S.-Mexico game? I'm going to say no. I think I think Wando goes back in. And this is just because I, I was convinced that Sidney LaRue was not going to play for the Western New York Flash that first game just because he just got back from yeah. the camp but there she was and so I'm going to say no <laughs> at this point I don't think the clubs care I agree you, hmm, I'm going to disagree with you guys you don't um, think he's going to play? So, I think he's going to play um, they're, they're saying that they think Wanda is going to play over Thompson Um mm-hmm. Another yeah, thing, so you, you think so too? Another yeah, thing I don't see is, why wouldn't. did y'all see Christian Roldan play for Seattle? No. Against LA. I mean, I, I don't know what it is, but that kid, that kid has something. It, I mean, his passes. I mean, he was. I mean, I, I really, I'm really looking forward to looking at him play more. Um. I think he was playing in place of uh, Dempsey, and he was just making some pretty good passes to Lamar Nagel. 
Um, yeah. We're going to move on to our next. Oh, you, did you have something to say, Zach? No, go ahead. Uh, we're going to move on to MLS's most recent sponsor, uh, Georgia's own Coca-Cola. Um, Y'all thought? <laughs> uh, Zach, you first. Uh, Coca-Cola is uh, a powerhouse. I mean, good deal for MLS, but it's like, what happened to Pepsi? Also, I think beer is more of a soccer main sponsor than a uh, a beverage of Coca-Cola, a pop, I should say, or soda, as you guys probably call it. But the thing is, um, you know, Coca-Cola... More people drink Coca-Cola than they drink beer. And Coca-Cola is probably more well-known than any beer company. Also, there's probably some legalities to that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the thing that that strikes me about Coca-Cola is, you know, they're they're also like a carbonated beverage, and they also make water, water products. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I believe uh, Coca-Cola is trying to take a healthy approach to, um, it, like, I, I think they're associating themselves with MLS because I don't know if you know this, they recently partnered with Pepsi and Dr. Pepper to make, like, sponsor a run a running event. So maybe this, this is Coca-Cola trying to promote itself as in a healthier way. Yeah. Isn't they Dr. Pepper a Coca-Cola product? No. I don't know. I think I think Dr. Pepper is its own company, but it's yeah, Dr. Pepper is its own thing. Really? I yeah. Always thought it was the same. I think I think Pepsi distributes it, but it's its own brand. Like it's not. It's not a like Sprite is a Coca-Cola product. Um. It's its own brand. Uh, also, Coca-Cola also owns Powerade. So yeah, which is you know Gatorade's mm-hmm. um uh, I'm gonna lose the words. Uh, Gatorade's main um rival. Main rival, yeah. And another thing that sticks out, you know, Coca-Cola recently pulled out um pulled out of uh. Let me let me try and think. Did I know Coca-Cola was threatening FIFA to cancel its sponsorship of the World Cup? Did they ultimately did it? I mean, do it? Do y'all know? Yeah, I was just gonna say Coca-Cola sponsors the World Cup, so it makes sense that they would soccer. I mean, sponsor MLS. Yeah, because they've been sponsoring it through since 1974. Yeah, they've been sponsoring a long time. So I mean. I think it's it just makes sense to sponsor MLS too. Mhm. So, um, it looks like it looks like they threatened to do it. Sony has pulled out of the World Cup sponsorship, but Coke has not. They are okay. officially listed on FIFA's site as one of the partners for the 2018 uh, World Cup, along with Adidas. Uh, Hyundai and Kia Visa, um, 
Ford, McDonald's, and something called Gazprom. I guess that's a Gazprom's Russian. a Russian a Russian sponsor. Okay. Well, those are the official partners so far. Yeah. Um, linking this with Atlanta, um, do do y'all think that? I mean, it makes it kind of hard for them to be sponsored by the Atlanta team being sponsored by Atlanta, uh, Coca-Cola. Um, well, no, uh, wait, doesn't, isn't, I know Advocare sponsors FC Dallas, I mean, uh, the MLS, but do they still sponsor FC Dallas? Uh, I think they do, yeah. I don't think they're not allowed to, like, specifically focus on, like, one team, if that's where they're, um, if that's where they're, like, their their home base is located, yeah, they're all over the, um, they're the, um, what's it, they're the ones that have the, um, the front of the shirt. Yeah, yeah, they, they, they still have that, the care, um, sponsor in front of the, the shirt. <laughs> So uh, I don't I don't see how any this kind of seems to me like people were like why doesn't Coke sponsor MLS Atlanta because they're based in Atlanta and Coke was like better idea we sponsor all of them and we make way more money and so mm-hmm. that's what it was you know um, I never really thought of Coke as one of the people who would do it for Atlanta, for the MLS Atlanta team I always figured it was going to be Home Depot. I just thought it was um, Coke is Coke is almost too big, you know. They don't think in terms of local; they think in terms of global. I mean, you know, I think I think it could be a possibility because you know, just shirt deals are local, but I think they can. I'm pretty sure they can. They can still, you know, be 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 sponsors for Atlanta if they do decide to sponsor Atlanta. It would look cooler on the shirts than Home Depot, certainly. But. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if if, yeah. if Home Depot, we'd have to have an orange kit. We'd have to be Houston Dynamo too <laughs> to have Home Depot. I mean, I could probably see like our stadium being called the Home Depot Center, um, you know, because LA's is now what uh, LA's is now uh, Stop Up Center. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can I can see Atlanta's new stadium being called the Home Depot Center. Um, which is which would be weird, but I mean, I, I, I don't, it just makes sense. I don't think. I mean, that's different though, because I mean, I don't think Home Depot was paying for any of the stadium that's being built. Mm-hmm. Like, Subhub put money towards the stadium in L.A. Um, yeah. So, I, I think it's going to be. I don't even think they've sold any of that to anyone outside of the taxpayers of the state. And then I think Arthur Blank is covering some of it too. But he's more than just Home Depot. Yeah. But we'll see. There's no, I mean, you know, AT&T paid for Cowboy Stadium and Cowboy Stadium was already built. All they did was buy the gaming rights. So it's possible. Another thing is, um, you know, um, 
what do y'all how do y'all feel about you know uh different sponsors in the league uh sponsoring the jersey like the jersey I don't have a problem with it I mean what do you mean like the actual symbols on the jerseys or no, I'm talking about like Adidas sponsoring every team. Are you okay with that, or do you think that there should be more than? I mean, other companies like Puma, Umbro, uh, Nike. You know, New Balance is a new one that just came up that that just started sponsoring Liverpool. Do you think other other companies should should be able to sponsor sponsor teams in in um? Yeah, I think the they should have a choice, but I don't have a problem with Adidas. I like Adidas. Red Bulls. Yeah. I think they are Adidas now, actually. Yeah, because I do believe this, uh, it'll, I mean, this, um, this, uh, sponsorship, the Adidas sponsorship, uh, ends in 2018. Thank God, get rid of the stupid three yellow stripes. I love Adidas, but I'm done having the same looking jersey as everyone else. Um, what about you, Sam? Well, I like Adidas is Adidas is actually my my favorite of the main kit sponsors, but no, I think it should be done like you should be able to bid, you should be able to bid for um a kit. Nike ought to be able to say, "Hey, we'll make this for you." And Adidas can come in and say, "Well, actually, we can do this." Or something something along those lines. Um, the whole, you know, one sponsor for for the entire league is a very American idea, and I don't necessarily agree with it. Because also, it's it's sort of like I don't know for those for for some people who are only about Nike or Adidas, it's fun to say it's an all Nike team versus an all Adidas team. Like, there mm-hmm. are people out there like that. And so, <laughs> you know, I don't know. So, yeah, go ahead and let them, let them compete for the sponsorships if that's what they want to do. Um, I, I don't really see an issue with it. I don't think it'll happen either. Not for a while. I think if if the contract ends in, what did you say, 2018? Then Yeah, 2018. They'll, they'll either go stay with Adidas or they'll go over to most likely Nike, because Nike's the company that's based here. I mean, but the thing about getting rid of, you know, this the Adidas thing is, you know, they're gonna they're, you're gonna get rid of like the the, the grassroots part that comes with the, with the Adidas contract. You know, like Nike had it too uh, with the home, uh, Adidas homegrown player. Um, I mean, do you think another team? You know, we we just talked about Coca Cola taking over. Um, I mean, not 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 taking over, sponsoring MLS. Do you think Coca Cola or another sponsor could easily step in and and do like Coca Cola homegrown player? Or I believe they they they'd probably do. Uh, I think I don't know if MLS had it. Uh, no, never mind. Um, but I mean, maybe we could have like Powerade homegrown player. You know? Yeah, the the sponsor is just sort of added up a is just ticked on because they have to because they pay for their name to be there. Um, mm-hmm. But what it is is that core of it is not going to change. 
It's just yeah. who's paying for it. Who's whose check paid for this is what's changing. So you can definitely have a Powerade homegrown player or a Home Depot homegrown player or you know whatever you you know whoever's you know forking the money over. Yeah, because um, you know uh, Manchester City are they're uh, sponsored by Nike, right? Manchester City. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Manchester City. Yeah. Yeah, and in MLS, they're sponsored by uh, by Adidas. And, you know, you have Red Bull Leipzig in Germany um, in the second Bundesliga uh, being sponsored by Nike. And it just doesn't, you know, I kind of feel like it hurts these these uh, these teams that have, um, you know, they have this that image. And I just think it, it, it kind of kills, kills um kills because um, I don't I mean kills kills their brand because I don't think Nike was too happy when um you know yeah it being a sister sister club with um with Manchester City I mean uh, New York City FC uh, I don't think they were too happy uh giving a contract to I mean partnering with um Nike I mean uh, uh Adidas Adidas Yeah, no. I actually kind of thought Nike should go after Adidas because they ripped off their. I mean, it's a complete it's a complete rip off of the Manchester City shirt. And mm-hmm. I mean, you can be you can be a partner club or a sister club without looking like the exact same club. Yeah, I mean, um, Melbourne City is another sister uh, club of New York City FC, and they're also sponsored by Nike in the uh, Australian league. Um, I believe I'm not too sure, but I I think Mel I mean the A League does support um, different sponsors. I'm not too sure because I I do believe uh, let me let me let me make sure that I'm right. Um, like like a Melbourne Victory. Uh, is another team in the A League that that has um, that has I, I think they do support multiple sponsorships. Which you know the A League is a smaller league than MLS, and I mean this is very beneficial. You know uh, I think I think to because um, it helps it helps distance each club from you know like the other because uh, you know all the kits are made by the same same brand, and it's just like. You know, you really can't do much because you can't really change the look of your jersey that much because you have the same brand controlling everything you do. I mean, you know, you have to have the the signature Adidas three stripes, right? On, on each yeah. jersey. Yeah. Um, do y'all have any anything else to add on? Um, I'll just say that it's sort of like I don't feel too bad for Nike or Adidas. This is the price they pay for wanting I mean like, you know, if this is what you want to do, if you want to sponsor teams all over the world and dip your fingers in so many different pots then this kind of thing is what's gonna happen. So I don't feel too bad for them. 
I, I can't imagine they're crying too much over it because the money coming in has to help. So. Yeah. All right, moving on to our next subject. Um, can you tell us a bit about the the recent announcement that just came in about an hour ago uh, with the release of the U.S. Women's World Cup roster? Sam, please. Can you please, Sam? <laughs> uh, <laughs> He's asking so nicely. <laughs> yes, I can, David. Thank you. Um, surprise! No one's surprised. If you saw the roster for the for the New Zealand game, if you saw the roster for the Algarve Cup, if you saw the roster for the friendlies, you saw the roster for the World Cup. Uh, that was, and I think no one is anyone who follows this team even half as close as a lot of other people. I mean, like, if you only, like, occasionally glance at them, you can't be too surprised because Jill Ellis is not – she is not like Jurgen Klinsmann where you have no idea who some of these people she's calling up are. Um, You know exactly who she's calling up. She's not as as inflexible as Pia Zunzaga was. You could not crack that starting 11 for nothing. Um. But she still, she has had this in her head probably since, I don't know, since before they won the CONCACAF, since they won CONCACAF at least, of who she wants going. So it's it's the usual suspects, Alex Morgan, Abby Wambach, uh, Christy Rampone, Shannon Box is going. I'm so excited about that. That was the one. That was probably the one person where people weren't quite sure if she was going to go. Um, but she came back in time. And she's actually been playing very well for someone who just got back. Um, Solo is going, obviously. If you want to win, she has to go. Um, that's how she and Abby, I'd say we need Holiday and Lloyd. There's a few other people. I, I should make a list of all the people we need to go that are on the roster. Um, so, yeah, it's a good roster. They're looking really good. Um, I, I'm so ready for the World Cup now. Like, it's just been this idea, and now all of a sudden it's real because we have a roster and we have, you know, training. training's about to start. The send-off series is about to start. So it's going to be a fun summer. All right, and we're looking forward to seeing the U.S. women's um, uh, when, like take the uh, take the crown away from uh, Japan. Of course. Yeah. Um, of course. <laughs> to do it in Canada uh, is great. Let yeah. me just say that. That's like that's like the men winning a World Cup in Mexico. Okay. <laughs> oh. Um, we're now going to move on to our favorite, our favorite U.S. coach, uh, just released the roster for the upcoming rivalry, um, our lovely rivalry that we have with our neighbors top of the border, um, that is always 
peaceful and friendly and, you know, just filled with so much sportsmanship. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> excuse me, Zach. I said boo. <laughs> Zach, we, we have to we have to conduct ourselves in a sportsmanship like like yes. conduct, you know. You know, it's it's a it's a friendly rival, you know. We just you know, there's just so much you know, respect for these 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 two countries, the US and Mexico. Don't you agree? Sure. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Everything is perfect. Um, you know, we're we're looking. I think all of us. I can speak for all of us. We're looking for, you know, the bus stops, the fouls, the getting in each other's faces because we all the love stare down. Us. Um, how they? I mean, you know, as they say in Texas, you know, a uh, a hoedown. Um, <laughs> hey, hey, um I've been to Texas a couple times, okay, so I, I think I'm allowed I'm to say that. So um <laughs> I'm sorry people from Texas. I'm gonna I know use you don't that. Um, use that in conversation, David. <laughs> um okay, so the roster, uh, I was way off. I don't, I don't know what I was thinking when I, um, you know, announced my roster last week. Um, goalkeepers are Bill Hamid, um, Nick Romando, boo. I told um, you Nick Romando would be in it. I knew it. <laughs> um, and William Yarbrough. I told y'all William Yarbrough was going to get a call up again. Um, now the thing I don't understand is. William Yarbrough has been, like, he is being scored on like crazy um, in Liga Mekis. I think he, I think he had two games. I don't know how he fared this past week, but I know the past two weeks before this past week, uh, he was being he was scored on 5-0, and then I think the next week he was scored on 5-2 or 5-3, which, is, which isn't good. Um, That's a team sport. And, Huh? It's a team sport. Team sport, yeah. But I mean, after two week, uh, two weeks with similar, you know, leaking five goals. I mean, you, you have to ask questions as to what, what's going on. Um, defenders are Ventura Alvarado, uh, Matt Beasler. Um, apparently, of Matt course. Beasler is now at Klinsman's doghouse. You know, um, you know. I think. I think. Uh, I think Lindsman kind of showed a little bit of, uh, I don't know, after he, uh, I think he did, didn't he publicly criticize Lindsman? And I think Lindsman, you know, Lindsman doesn't like criticism. Brad Evans, uh, Greg Garza, Omar Gonzalez, Michael Rosco, who has been pulled out and replaced by uh, Perry Kitchen, uh, Breck Shea, DeAndre Edlund. Okay, I'm going to start with Matt Beasler. Um, I don't think Matt Beasler has been in great form recently. I don't think he deserved a call-up. Um, what are y'all's thoughts? I don't think he deserved to go to the World Cup, but he did. <laughs> <You know. laughs> you all know who I think should have been there. 
Yeah, we all we all know and we, we agree. But you know, I, I just I just don't understand why Matt Beasler, who has not been playing well for SKC, um was called in. Um I think, I think that there Beasler. are Well, I mean, I just he hasn't been called in recently to the recent games, but I just I just don't think I think there are better options. I think Ico Paro would have gotten no, I take that back. I, I I take that back. I take that back. Um, okay. It's just I'm gonna go with with Zach. See see if uh if, if um who do you think should have been called up in place of Matt Beasley? <laughs> in place of Matt Beasley, you know, right now I really can't think of like a center back that's doing that's stunning the world. But Chad Marshall, I mean, he's older, but Quinn's been doing this thing where he's calling in, like, one old guy for each part of the field, so why not? I mean, he played well in Seattle last year. He's played next. He's been playing next to Brad Evans uh, for a couple games now, I think. And he's played with Omar Gonzalez before, Brick Shea, Kyle Beckerman, Michael Bradley, Mix, Wondolowski. So, I don't know. It's one of those spots where we used to, like, our back line was solidified. And then Gucci got hurt. Carlos lost a few steps. Drundalu got too broken down. That's like, I don't know. Clemson has just got us so backwards. Um, you, Sam? I mean, I don't know. Some of these, some of these I'm really glad to see. Like, I'm always happy to see DeAndre Edwin. And, um, Juan Agadello is there, and I'm sorry, I might be, I think I might be in the minority here, but I really like Juan Agadello. <laughs> and yes, I just think it's, you know, well, fine then. I'll just be over here. We'll get to, we'll get to Agudelo. Um But, uh, I mean, wouldn't you all agree that, uh, you know, I think a better, like, center backs, uh, you you know, you could have called in Kevin Ellis, um Amobi Akugo or, uh, you know, Maurice Adu, who hasn't been called up in a while for the U.S. Um, and is currently playing uh, center back for the Philadelphia Union. Um, another question I have is Brad Evans. Um, I just I just thought after the World Cup, you know, I just I, I thought my, my opinion was that we would never see Brad Evans again. Um, but you know, I think we, we, we should be calling up players like, you know, Chris Clute, um, who is, you know, a former Silverbacks player, uh, or Andrew Farrell. Uh, I mean, I, I just think that, you know, we should start looking at younger options because... David. Yeah? Do you have any information on uh, the Alvarado uh, Ventura Alvarado is a uh, plays for America, and he plays as a center back. 
but he can also be utilized as a right back. Huh? I've seen pictures of him, but, I mean, that's a picture. Is he big? Like Paul? He's he's okay, but um, he's about you know he's 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 uh six six foot. Um, but the thing is, he's not very physical. Really? Yeah, I don't think he's very physical. He's he's pretty he's pretty fast, but he isn't he isn't the most physical defender. He's young. Yeah, he's he's only twenty two. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, recently, I think he's trash talking his teammates in uh, in America, which I think his teammates in America <laughs> haven't been uh, been too happy about. And uh, you know, it's just back and forth. So to him, he recently got interviewed, and he said, you know, like he wants blood. You know, um, I think he's starting to see how big this rivalry is. You know, because he said he was he he used to he remembers looking looking into it and he's just like oh you know it's just like you know it's it's a it's a rivalry but you know now he's starting to see because mm-hmm. he plays in Mexico and he's starting to see the you know um how crazy it gets down there south of the border cuz I don't think I think he's the only American in club America mm-hmm. uh, I thought I saw another person And Club America, that's a, that's a dual national? That's American. Uh, I, I don't think. I don't think there is another. Um, no, now I, my think, question I think I was just is, reading something. DeAndre Yedlin was called in. Uh, I mean, this past weekend he made his de- debut for uh, for Tottenham. I mean, my, my thought, my, my, my opinion is, I felt that Klinsman needs to leave him in Tottenham so he can, you know, get more minutes. Um, what are y'all's thoughts on, on, on this? Okay, yes. But at the same time, if you're asked to come play for your country against Mexico, you're going to say yes. Yeah, I, I understand that. But, I mean, I, I just don't see why Klinsman... I mean, there is one reason. Um, I think DeAndre what Yedlin was called in, but I'll 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 let you I'll hear y'all out first. Go on, was, go on, Lori. Okay. So you're asking why do I think he was called in? Yeah. Well, okay, first off his speed, he's probably the fastest player on our team, I'd say. And then in the World Cup, didn't he, like, score a goal to win a game? I don't think he did. I think that was, uh, that was, um, uh, Julian Green. No, no, John Brooks, yeah. I'm sorry, not not Julian Green. Okay, yeah, it was. Um, I think maybe Yedlin assisted it. I can't remember. I know he had, he was involved somehow, some, like, major play. I just remember he did really good again. I think he just ran really fast. Assisted on the equalizer with no, it was I think it was the goal ahead goal against uh, Portugal. 
I think he was the one who assisted, uh, who got the assist on it. Maybe. Or at least he he may not have gotten the assist on it, but he got it started. Mm-hmm. I I remember I remember he him coming on for Fabian Johnson in the Belgium game, um, and doing a really good job marking uh, Hazard. Um, what what's your take on it, Sam? About DeAndre Yedlin? Yeah. He is my favorite men's national team player, so I'm always happy to see him. Um, I'm always happy to see him play. I understand why you would be hesitant to, um, you know, have him come back after playing. I mean, like, he just got to play for Tottenham for the first time. But at the same time, he didn't just prove him. I mean, like, he's proven himself. He proved himself in one of the last – one of the last times we played Mexico. I think it was, like, right before we went. We went to the World Cup. Are you he talking about Landon Donovan's last game? Uh, I believe it was a 2-2 draw. I think both of the goals – well, I know one of the goals was at fault to Julian Green, who is also on this roster, but we'll get to that. Um, yeah, I think he put – but even if – I mean, regardless of the score, he still – I think that was really the game where they were like, wow, he can actually, like, he can do this. Because he yeah. kept his guy – I mean, like, he he kept – he handled his business. We'll put it like that. He handled himself. Yeah. So. And you, Zach, what, what's your what's your um, what's your take on this? Uh, I like Yedlin. I like him being called in because no one's going to say no, like Flory mentioned. Uh, but especially tots, they usually don't like letting players go, especially when they're, like, stretched out on defense right now. Yeah. But uh, that's a good call-up. It it gives them more time on top of whatever he might – I mean, who knows, he might play, might not play, whatever he gets with uh, the Spurs. So it's always a plus. Have y'all ever heard of Jurgen Dam? No. Well, Jurgen Dam is Mexico's fastest. Well, not Mexico's. I can safely say the second fastest dribbler in the world. And he is playing for Pachuca right now. Um, yeah, so that is I, I'm I'm guessing Jurgen Klinsman uh, knowing that Jurgen Dam was called in to this game, um uh, you know, he, I am pretty sure he looked at uh I'm pretty sure I, I think Ico Park was still in still uh being looked at 'cause I remember Quincy mentioning him and uh of course Pharrell and uh Clue probably were looked at because of their speed. Um, but the only person I could think of was uh, that, you know, uh, you know, I, I didn't think it was, it was going to be like, uh, I think I didn't think it was going to happen because it wasn't a FIFA date, but um, yeah, this guy, this guy is faster than, um, 
than uh, I think Christian. Uh, no, he's faster than uh, Sergio Ramos, Frank Ribery, Wayne Rooney, Lionel Messi, Theo Walcott, Cristiano Ronaldo, Aaron Lennon, Antonio Valencia, and he's right behind uh, Gareth Bale. Well then, let him run. Let him get tired. Um, the thing is, this guy it isn't. It doesn't just get tired. The the kid has stamina, stamina, stamina to burn. Um, and I mean, he loves he, to dribble. Is he? Uh, does he know how to use his speed, or is he just grab the ball, run as fast as he can? Yeah, I mean, what what you can compare this kid to is that the kid, the kid's acceleration is is pretty much, you know, a Bugatti that just never runs out of fuel. And Well, Cristiano is faster than that, so. Well, <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, I'm just comparing it. And the thing is, you know, the kid can just, the kid loves to dribble. I mean, I've seen him play uh, in, in Liga Mickey's, um, and he's just. I'm not scared. The, kid, the, kid, the kid's crazy, crazy good. That's propaganda. <laughs> Not that, you know, I hate Mexico as much as you guys, but, I mean, you know, you have to give praise where, you know, it's 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 worth. Because, I mean, the kid's being looked at by Barcelona and uh, and Chelsea. Um, What's his name again? Uh, Jurgen Dam. Can you show us for me? It's it's uh J U R G E N um Never mind it's D A M M right now. It's the first thing that came up. He plays yeah. for who Pachuca and uh in the Mexican uh, Liga Mickeys. Okay. I'm pretty sure if this kid was uh I mean the the kid is of, of German descent. So I, I'm pretty sure if Klinsman was uh was uh um, yeah. Coaching Mexico, he would have called him up. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, uh, he had uh, dual nationality, and the German team was was actually looking at him. Um, the only and weakness that I Mex- see, huh? Just to play for Mexico instead. Yeah. Was he on drugs? I don't know. Uh, maybe, maybe I get more playing time. Um, the only thing I see is that this guy, he he doesn't. His weakness is physicality. He he doesn't look like you know. I'm pretty sure if Jermaine Jones was was in that in that um was on that he'd he'd get you know he'd get <laughs> Neymar. But um, I mean it's gonna be exciting to see this uh, DeAndre Yedlin versus uh, Jurgen Dam. Maybe we might just see like a battle of. Speed, which is always good to look at. Um, I'm going to move on to uh, to the midfield. Uh, Kyle Beckerman, Michael Bradley, Joe Corona, Mix Discrude. I said Mix Discrude, uh, Zach. Oh, I know. <laughs> uh, Miguel Ibarra and uh, Lee Wynn. Any surprises? You forgot Perry Kitchen. Oh, uh, no, Perry Kitchen is a defender. Nope, he's listed as a midfielder. Is he? Because uh, yes. here, here, the list I'm looking at, he's a defender, but okay. Doesn't matter Perry who's on the Kitchen. team. 
Wait, what? He's on the team, so. Yeah, we already talked about Mr. Perry anyways. So, um. Yeah. Any surprises in the midfield? Not really. Any. Aren't y'all, aren't, am I the only one that's upset that Harry Shep didn't get called in or Kellen Rowe? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, just 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 because Nick's Discord has not been playing great. Well, no, he's been he's he's playing so badly that you know it's putting my 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 dreams to sleep. Um, you know, I I just think Harry Ship has been like on fire recently. Uh. A lot of people are surprised by Joe Corona, and they're not too happy. Um, and most of these people are people who have never gotten to see Joe Corona play for Tijuana. Um, hopefully, Joe Corona has been played out of position every time he's featured for the Nats, and he has scored before. Um, I mean, you have players that play on the U.S. national team who haven't scored before, and uh, I don't know, you know. Um uh, I'm going to move on to forwards. Sam's, Sam's uh, best friend, Juan Lugudelo, uh Julian Green, Jordan Morris. Oh, boo. Uh, Chris Wondolowski, boo. Uh, Giassi Zard and Giassi Zardes. Wondolowski. Huh? I don't know how anybody trusts him to play soccer after what he did in the World Cup. No kidding. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I don't understand. I mean, you know, Corey's argument, you know, I remember his argument being that he's being called in for uh, for experience, but, you know, you have other, other players experience? that have played forward. To teach I mean, people you know, the, the experience that, you know, you've played for the Nats before. I mean, if you want experience, call, there's there's plenty of players that you can call call in, plenty of forwards that, have, that play in MLS and have that, that U.S. experience. Um, I agree. But I mean, other than Jordan Morris and Mixed Discrude and uh Brad Evans and Matt Beasler and Nick Romando, I'm okay with this roster. He's half the team basically. Yeah. <laughs> it's one, two, uh, three, four, five it's only five players. I mean that's just under half. Yeah, that's half huh? of the starting. Yeah, that's half starters. Okay, well, um, I had a different, had a different uh, starting eleven than y'all, apparently. I want Donovan so, back. <laughs> I think we need to let go, guys. Um, I think didn't we all go to therapy last week, and we just, you know, we had that thing that we weren't going to talk about Donovan anymore. <laughs> Even though he is he is a monster. Um apparently Lori has had withdrawals and is, is, is going back into her dark dark uh dark I'm in a downward well, spiral. I mean yeah, it's you're sort up. of your fault though, David. You're the one who sent us the the video with Landon trying on the sunglasses before we started the podcast. Well, I mean I mean hey yeah, hey we true. we were just we were just talking about, you know, we were sending um, 
I mean, we're just sending, you know, rivalry pictures. We 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 sent um Omar Arellano's um hoops game shorts. <laughs> uh, which I will be I will be posting on um on my Twitter if y'all wanna if y'all wanna, you know, have a laugh before the 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 game. Match. Um and uh yeah, I mean but you know, I, I feel like the the Landon Donovan glass glasses picture was very relevant to what I was talking about. So you guys can't complain because that that picture is, is, is the best thing that ever happened to the US men's national team. It was epic, it was. <laughs> well, I'm not gonna say it's the best thing ever. That that goal he had in the uh two thousand ten World Cup I think is probably the best. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna argue with you too because the two thousand two World Cup Landon Donovan goal against Mexico was the best thing that ever happened to the US. Yeah. That got us into the quarterfinals. I mean, people go crazy over the Algeria goal, but they forget that in two thousand two the US was in the uh in the round of sixteen, beat Mexico at the World Cup. And then we played Germany, and Germany cheated, and we went home. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Germany cheated. Huh? They cheated by breeding people who can play soccer in their sleep. No, no, they got a handball. Anyway, they had a handball. Uh, they had like four four handballs. I remember. I remember that game. Horse and Springs was one. Yeah. I was a child when this happened. Okay. You'll forgive How me old were I'm you? I'm younger. I'm younger than all of y'all, and I remember this perfectly. I was and I was. I was, wearing, I was at home. I was at I was at home 3 a.m. watching watching this game with my uh, homemade Josh Wolf jersey because U.S. Yeah. Jersey and youth sizes youth <laughs> sizes did not weren't sold back then, so I had a, my mom made me a homemade uh, Josh Wolf jersey, and you know I still have that. To this day, mm-hmm. so Dark Wolf, okay, um, if you a, ever listen to this podcast, story. you know, give me a shout out. You're, I'm your number one. My younger though. brother's favorite player was Josh Wolf too. Okay, um, your brother's awesome then. <clears throat> <laughs> um, but yeah, um, I just you know. I just I just think tomorrow's game is going to be really good, regardless of the roster and what I think about it. Um, so can we agree, everyone? Again, uh, two 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 nothing USA. Yes, two zero. Sam. Uh, my heart says yes. My head says no. So I'm going to go with my heart. I'm going to say yes. Yeah. Okay. Zach. Always follow your heart. Yeah, Dosa Cero. Thanks, Jiminy Cricket. <laughs> I say, I say, uh, if we just take the ball down after we hit two goals, we just keep taking the ball down our goal and just like missing on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't that be like, all remiss- of, We could bury you. Y'all remember that Clint Dempsey PK in Columbus where he just rocketed? Yeah. He did yeah. it. Did he do it on purpose? Or everybody was like, he did it. He insisted he did it on purpose. And I don't think he ever said if he did or not. 
I guess it's one of those un- unknown things, like why why Landon Donovan peed on the Mexico's uh, stadium in Guadalajara. The did world will, will never know. Yeah, I mean, the rumor goes that he he's, he he did it in Azteca. Uh, the, the the rumor is that he did in Azteca, but I know that he did it in Guadalajara. How do you well, know? Were you there with him? Probably. No, because it was it was it was. I remember it being like, you know, the Mexican media was like, "Oh my God!" You know, that's one of the reasons Mexican. Uh, oh my God. Uh, Mexican, um, what do you call them? Supporters hate Landon Donovan, and they nicknamed him. No, we nicknamed oh, him the executioner. Well, in an interview he did, he said that uh, his first game, he did a lot of trash talking and like really insulting. He said a lot of really insulting comments. He regrets it. He says he was a young kid at the time. He didn't know what he was doing. <laughs> but he was a kid, so not much you can do about it now. And still runs back um, Costa Rica supporters did when they went down to Costa Rica two years ago? Three years or two years ago or a year ago. I mean like they, they actually collaborated so much that um they stopped traffic. They were late to the game. Yeah, I remember that. But I think I think that as a podcast, if we ever, you know, do go to a US game, um I think we need to go to Azteca. All of the three of us and witness that because so we can get shot. But, there are four well, of us. I mean, first all. <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, you've been translating Lori, uh, who I, I believe is speaking like a German Spanish. Uh, I thank you, Sam, for translating this whole time. Um, You're very. But I think you know, with me being, um, you know, my, you know, being Hispanic, I, 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 I think they're gonna get. That's gonna anger them more. Uh, yeah, be because you're supporting the United States. Um, Mexico is a beautiful country. I vacationed there this past fall, so I will not mind going there again. It's very nice. <laughs> but, but that's vacation. We're not going to the beach. <laughs> We're not going to the beach, Lori. <laughs> We're going, going to the, the, hell? Hell? Like the, the the New York City of uh, of Mexico. Is it in Mexico? Mexico City. Is that well, I was Mexico told City. not to leave the resort. I was told oh not to leave the resort, so I'm not sure. I don't know how I feel about that. I've been to Mexico, too, but only in, like, the coastal towns. But we had to drive mm-hmm. through the little, the little, like, actual towns where people lived. And I'm just saying, it would make me a little nervous. And I won't say Yeah, anymore. especially on a game day. Especially wearing certain shirts. Yeah. Like I think I think we should do it. I think we should do it. All of us wear Landon Donovan shirts in the Mexico. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll be right back. I have to go write my will. Yeah. Um. Okay. I will. I will write Dosacero on the back of my U.S. jersey. Oh David. And in the middle, in the middle, I'm going to like. Like iron on the Landon Donovan face with Landon Donovan laughing. <laughs> I'm sure you, you could know. like get that picture made into a T-shirt online somewhere. No, I think a jersey is more effective. It just, it just, you know, it's like it's like garlic to a vampire. Ooh. I don't know. There's <laughs> a um, 
there's a, actually a website that does make really cool. I can't remember what it's called, but they made these T-shirts, and it had it just had the snow fro on it from Jermaine Jones. Oh, are you like talking about bumpy pitch? Maybe. Maybe. I feel like they would be the ones to do it, though. Ooh, that actually would be a good <gasps> product idea, you guys. Copyright. This is copyrighted. This idea with the jersey and the face uh-huh. and the name, that's copyrighted. This is ours now. HF Atlanta's. It belongs to us. <laughs> we make money off of it, okay? All right, to all you four listeners out there, you can't steal us like this. You can't. This you is know, our stuff. I'm copyrighted myself, so everything I say is copyrighted. So <laughs> I'm just I'm just making sure because that actually would be a that actually would be a pretty cool money maker. You could make right. uh, Sydney Larue shirt um, for when you go into Canada with her yeah. face because her because she left them to go play for winners and um, you know you could do I don't know. What's I think Lane Donovan jersey is going to be our seller, though. Um, I think so. Zach, can you sign us out? What? Can you sign us out of the podcast, um, you know, with a uh, Dos Lucero chant? Dos Lucero. I believe that we will win. 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 You can sign out. All right. Thank you I for listening. I'm sorry we got a little bit out of uh, – you know, on this pretty long rant about the rivalry, but hey, USA versus Mexico. All right, you can follow me on Twitter at Nandez94 underscore, and you can follow Zach at ZazaC23. Lori? Um, I think it's LQ515. And Sam. Uh, Sam P. 2027.